is up, everybody? I'm your host, AJ Scott, and this is the Living with Muscular Dystrophy podcast. Now, last week on episode two, we discussed handicapped parking, pitfalls, and the failures of accessible parking. And on the previous episode, we talked about a lot of different things when it comes to accessibility. But the main focus was on accessible parking. So on episode three, I am going to discuss what it is like to not be in control of my body or just dealing with a lack of control in general. I think that all people go through dealing with feeling like they're not in control of what happens to them, whether it be getting laid off from a job or losing a loved one. Or for me, these things can be very challenging in all of our lives. And I want to talk about how that lack of control affects me in my life. This is something I have struggled with for some time now. And in the past few years, I have reached a place where I have found peace of mind, so to speak, when it comes to my lack of control physically. The key word there is physically, because I am still completely in control of my mental state. But I think that we all have a struggle, or many of us have a struggle with needing to be in control or feel like we are in control. But the truth of the matter is that we are really not in control of a lot of things. You cannot control things such as a friend or a loved one doing you wrong or hurting you, but you can control how you react to that situation and how you deal with that, even though it may not always be easy to give An example about me struggling in the past with not being in control. I used to often have much anxiety. Me and my family would go on a long road trip or somewhere where there's heavy traffic. I would suffer severe anxiety because for me, if something had happened and we had gotten in a wreck, I would have no control over. What would happen to my body? And honestly, most people would not have control. But it was always a scary thought for me. Because yes, I'm strapped in and I have my seatbelt, all that. But I would have no control over my limbs or anything really. So that was always a scary thought for me. But through going to therapy, I was able to cope with the fact that you cannot control what happens in that situation. And you cannot live your life being scared that something like that may happen. I think that is just a chance you kind of have to take. And for a while, I don't think I really understand, I meant to say understood, why I was so anxious and scared about riding in the car until I really looked within myself and figured out that it probably comes down to 
the lack of control over my body. And from time to time, I still deal with that anxiety, but I have learned to better manage it. One thing that I started to tell myself that really stuck and something that I still tell myself is that you can only control what you can control. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's really true. If you worry about things you cannot control, then you will just work yourself up and become stressed out. And that is not good for anyone. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of things in life that you have no control over. But it is all about how you handle the adversity of any given situation. I think it's all about mindset. And that is not to say it is always easy to be in that mindset where you only focus on things you control. But I've learned that when I do, that it makes my life so much easier. And I've always thought it is better to work smarter than work harder, in a sense, of not working so hard, worrying about things that you have no control over, and instead think smarter and only worry about what you can control. So the question is, why do we always have a need to feel like we are in control of every situation? And honestly, I really do not have a good answer for that. But I think there are a lot of factors that cause these feelings. I think a big reason is fear. Because when things are out of your control, you do not know what is going to happen next. And that is scary. Just like going in to a dark room and not being able to see what is in there. Or a scary movie when it's pitch black and you cannot see what's about to happen. It's scary. I think that's a lot of how life is. You're really not sure what's going to happen next. I guess the best thing you can do is just try to be prepared for the unexpected. I have definitely had to be prepared for the unexpected my whole entire life, which... Some might say that sucks, but it makes for a very interesting life story. So maybe one day I can write a book with all these stories. But for now, I'm going to continue to talk to you all, tell you about them. For example, you could not have guessed that I would fracture my ankle when I was nine years old. I mean, yes, I could have used a wheelchair and not tried to walk over a threshold. But I didn't, because I was determined to do it myself. And that may have backfired, because I did not have total control over my body. Which, that may have been one of the early moments of realizing that I would not always be in control of my muscles. Sometimes it's hard to think about. For me, the fact that I will continue to get weaker as I get older. But I have to remind myself that you cannot control that. And I cannot worry about that. Because then I would just sit at home in my room feeling sorry for myself. Because I was 
dealt a bad hand. And trust me, I've done that before. But it did not help me at all. It only made things worse. So I learned the hard way that feeling sorry for myself really would not help me at all. And you may say, well, I don't blame you for feeling sorry for yourself. And I don't know how you do it. But the truth is, there are so many people with different disabilities out there in the world that I'm not the only person going through something or dealing with a chronic illness that I cannot control. There are lots of us out there. You just don't often hear about us for whatever reason. Another example of me not being in control that has really gave me a lot of anxiety in the past is taking a bath. Now, most people, that's just a simple, easy thing that you probably do every day. They're close to it, I hope, because you need to shower people. You got to. But anyways, getting in the shower and getting out of the shower has been a scary task for me in the past because I was scared that I'd fall out of the seat or fall on the floor and hurt myself. What? Like I said before, I cannot control that. And I know whoever is giving me a bath will do their best to make sure I'm okay. And I feel like that should be enough for me to not become so stressed out in those situations. And I'm not telling this story to make anyone feel bad for me. I am just sharing with you the truth of what my life is really like. And sometimes it's really good. And sometimes it's really sucky. But I think we all have good times and bad times. So I don't think that I'm really that different than everyone else sometimes because I feel pain and hurt and embarrassment just like everyone else. And I think that's the message that I'm really trying to get across is that, yeah, I have different challenges than everybody else, but I still struggle with having control. And I think we all struggle with that. And that is something a lot of people can probably be on the same page with me on. Because honestly, I don't think that anybody is really in control of that much. For most of us, all we have is our mind. And trust me, the mind is a powerful tool that we have. Your mind can either destroy you and make you shrivel up and die, or it can... I guess you could say push you to the next level and make you stronger and more powerful than you ever thought you could be. I tell you, I am on a roll in this episode. I usually don't have this many good things to say, but I guess that means this topic is very important to me. So a piece of advice I like to tell myself about all this is just to let go. Or let it be. Yeah, that sounds very simple. But a lot of times that is not a simple thing for us to do. You have to try to let go of all your fears and your worries. And try to do what makes you happy. 
so yeah, you can get the most out of your life. The movie Frozen created a perfect song for us to use when we get anxious or stressed out. Let it go. See, those kids' movies, they really do have some powerful stuff in them. Even though I hated that movie when it came out. Mostly because everybody would not stop talking about it. And I was just like, okay, we get it. Let it go. No, but in all seriousness, that was a powerful message. Even though I think the song might have had a different meaning than how I might have interpreted it. But I think that's why you're listening to me talk. Because you want to know my interpretation. I've always wondered how there are people that are so happy and seem like they don't have any worries. Well, the truth is, they probably do have worries. But they know how to deal with that worry that comes along with life. I think maybe they know how to let it go and only try to control what they can control. Even though nobody's perfect, it seems like people that try to do that are a little more happy in their lives. And they feel more secure with themselves and the people around them. Or maybe with some people, it's all a front, and they're not happy. I don't know. That ain't for me to figure out. A more recent example of me struggling with control is that lately, it has become increasingly difficult for me to drive my own wheelchair with my hand as I am getting weaker. And honestly, it has been a little scary to think about because I didn't think there was anything I could do about it or there was any options to make this problem better. And in talking to my physical therapist, she explained to me that there were other options. And since that conversation, I have been feeling a lot better, even though the other night I got a little stressed and I asked my mom, well, what if they can't figure out ways for me to be able to drive easier or what if this or what if that and my mother told me that I didn't know yet so I shouldn't be worrying about it and she was right and after a good night's rest I woke up the next morning and decided that she was right we haven't gotten there yet so we'll figure something out and they will find an easier way for me to enjoy my life and get around. It's like I always like to say, I always figure it out. I always find a way to get something done or make something happen. A lot of times when I say that, I'm just blowing hot air. But sometimes I really do believe that, that it'll all work out somehow, that I will figure it out or somebody will help me figure it out. I think that's a big part of control is asking for help, letting other people help you accomplish things and not trying to do it all on your own just because you want to be in total control. In my opinion, I don't know how you can make it without the help of others or without asking others to help you. That's part of letting go is letting other people help you because there are people out there that are 
willing to help you. Sometimes you just have to ask. And I've learned through lots of trial and error that if you need help, you just have to ask for it. The first person you ask for help may not help you. Even the second person you ask might not help you. But somebody will help you. I think that's really important to remember. You just have to keep asking. I think the control thing is a reason why I often say sorry too much. Even when things aren't my fault, I'll just apologize for no reason sometimes. And still to this day, I try to apologize for things that are out of my control. And I think that's kind of a way of trying to deal with that lack of control is apologize to people for things that aren't really your fault, even though I'm working hard to try to break that habit every day because I know it is not good to go around apologizing for things that are no fault of your own. Man, I am on a roll today. Just giving all the good knowledge, all the good tips. Did anybody hear my fake confidence? Yeah. I don't know if all this is good stuff, but I just wanted to share it with you all. Okay, so I've talked about some reasons why that I struggle with wanting to be in control or have struggled with, and maybe some reasons that you might be struggling with not being in control of certain things. So now I want to talk about some ways that I deal with control or lack thereof. I think it is always important for me to try and distract myself from the things that are bothering me. And the best way to do that is to do what you love or find a hobby or something you like to do for fun. I would not suggest drugs. That is not a good idea. Do not do drugs. I just wanted to get that public service announcement out there. I think if you're struggling with that, you could start writing in a journal or read a book or watch a movie or play video games or my favorite, listening to music. That helps me forget about many of my problems and just get lost in the music. Or as Eminem says, lose yourself. I don't know what it is about music that I love so much. I just think it energizes my soul or gives a boost to my soul. But whatever works for you is really what matters. Because there are some things that really don't work for me. Like journaling. I can't really write too much. So that wouldn't be something that would help me feel better. Or sometimes I just like to take a nap. A little while, get some rest. That always helps me. I'm not sure, but I don't want this to sound like a how-to guide to all your problems. I'm just sharing things that have worked for me in my life and telling my story to the world. Whether they want to hear it or not, I don't care. But I'm going to share it. That's a big reason why I started doing this podcast because it is something fun to do, something that I can do without the help of someone else. Helps me feel a sense of 
control because it is up to me to make this podcast successful. And it is in my power to get people listening to what I have to say. So I think the biggest tip I can give you is to control what you can control. Only worry about what's in your control. And like I said earlier, that is way easier said than done. But I mean, it does not hurt to try. So near the end of every episode, I want to try to tell a funny story. So today's story is going to be about the time I went to the best concert ever. I think it was summer of 2021. I bought tickets for me and one of my friends to go see a stadium show of Green Day, Fallout Boy, and Weezer. And boy, was it hot that day. It had to be 90 degrees, something like that. I don't know, but it was hot. So our plan was to get to the concert at like 6. So we went to go grab some food before the show. And we went to some restaurant that we were going to eat at. It was supposed to be really good. And they're like, well, we don't have beans. We don't have salsa. We don't have uh, ground beef. I was like, what kind of burrito place? Don't have that stuff. So we were like, crap, where did we go? There was a nightclub right around the corner. And my friend was like, why don't we just go eat there? And I was like, no, we're not eating there. That's insane. So we ended up finding this little restaurant. And we didn't know where it was, so we plugged it in the GPS. And as we're going to it to get closer, we're like, this doesn't seem right. Because it was like a rundown street with rundown houses. And I was like, is this taking us to the right place? Like, it looked a little bit sketchy. Like, there was nothing there. So we're riding down the street, and, well, we see this this nice old house all painted and made to look nice. And then we go there, and it's like this little fancy restaurant that you would not expect to be where it's at. Of course, it was still really hot that day. And there was no room to eat inside. So we had to eat outside, and we sweated our balls off. Oh, the food was pretty good, I must say. But it was just a weird experience. So we end up going to the concert a little later than I'd wanted to. And by the time we got there and to our seats, Weezer's set was almost already over. And I was like, dang it, that's the band I really wanted to see. But we did catch like one or two of their songs. But I was kind of blowed that I missed most of their set. But I was like, all right, it's okay. It'll still be fun. Even though the sun was just leaning on me. It was so high, it was just leaning on me. I I sweated the whole night. Anyways, then it was Fall Out Boy's turn to do their set. And I wasn't super excited to see them perform. But I was like, I'll have an open mind and just have fun with it. And they came out, and they totally rocked the whole stadium. They had an awesome performance with an awesome stage set up. It was just really cool. 
And even though I hardly knew the words of their songs, I was trying my best to sing. Of course, it wasn't very good singing, but I was still trying. And I sang my little heart out. I guess you call that singing. I think I was just making noise. But whatever. So then after they finished our set, and I became an immediate fan of Fall Out Boy, it was time for the main event. It was time for Green Day to perform their set. Now, I definitely knew some Green Day songs because they are legends when it comes to, I guess you would say punk slash pop rock. I don't know what you would call it. A lot of people argue about that. I don't really care. They just sing good music. Anyways, they came out there and I thought, you know, they're a little older now, so the show might not be quite up to the level of their younger days. But I was wrong. They totally kicked ass up there. It was awesome. It was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Like, just imagine 65,000 people screaming or singing along to all their songs, such as Boulevard of Broken Dreams or American Idiot. That one was probably the most fun. I don't remember what other songs they played, but basically they played all their greatest hits. Anyways, it kind of sucked when it was over because I wanted it to just continue. But anyways, show was over and it was time to go home. And I was exhausted. And I thought we might be getting something to eat before we headed home for a two and a half hour drive. But apparently I was mistaken. We did not get any food. And we got home at like 2.30 in the morning. But it was well worth it. And I've been wanting to go back to a concert ever since, but I just haven't found one that I really want to see. So that's my story for episode three. It's not the funniest story ever, but it is an awesome story of me experiencing the coolest concert ever. Well, everybody, I think that is about all I have for you today. And I think I'm going to wrap it up. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you on episode four. And if you would like to talk to me about this subject, you can follow me on Instagram at AJScott0602 and on Twitter at A to the J Scott02. Don't forget that you have to comment and share this episode with all your friends so they can hear everything that I have to say. Because I think it is very important. Totally. It's time for y'all to get out of here. I got stuff to do. And you probably have stuff to do too. More productive things. So go ahead and get back to work. And do something with your life. Just kidding. But seriously, bye. Alright. And remember. To control what you can control. And that's it. 